workers. Hello, teachers. Hello, guides and mentors. I wanted to do this talk. I was uh, talking to my friend, Matilda, and I get this question a lot. And I want to really kind of reinforce this idea and reinforce this teaching and understanding within you. When you awaken and you are aware that spirit is very real, that you are a spirit, that you have an inner guidance system, you have an inner being or higher consciousness or whatever language you wish to think of it. A lot of times when we receive inspiration, it is just one step. It is not five steps. It is not, we want you to do this, then we want you to do that, and then we want you to do that next. It is only one step at a time. And the reason why it is one step at a time is multi-pronged. The reason why spirit or your inspiration is only one step, it is because you have to push past fear to take that step. You have to take the inspiration, then act on that inspiration in your life, in your personal life. If you do not act on the inspiration, spirit will guide you, but will not give you the next step. And sometimes it really does feel like a board game. Like you really have to roll the dice in order to move forward. You really have to, you know, if you don't roll the dice, you're not moving your little chess piece forward, you know, your little game piece. And that rolling of the dice is the action, right? So spirit really talks to you in dreams, in synchronicities, in people, in messages, what you read, what you look at on Facebook, whether what you listen to here on the Wisdom app. They are always guiding you, sharing messages and greater understanding. And look, I was channeling about five years ago. I started channeling on May 8th of 2017. And I was channeling for about a year and I was in a corporate job and I was typing a really long email with attachments and bullet points and really trying to teach and solve um, a problem for the, the organization. And spirit was like, we want you to go right now 
to Dolores Cannon um, Facebook Live. And I'm like, I don't want to go on Facebook right now. I'm like right in the middle of work. And they were insistent. And I said, I couldn't concentrate any longer on that email. So I said, fine. <laughs> so I went on this Facebook Live and I saw somebody channeling. And meanwhile, up to that moment, every time like I went on YouTube, um, I had a, um, I, uh, she's still my friend, Jenny. She was like, oh, I'm thinking about becoming a past life hypnosis. Have you heard of QHHT? Have you heard of Dolores Cannon? And I'm like, uh, I think so. I think, is she like this little old lady with like blonde curly hair? I said, yeah, I've been noticing it's coming up on my YouTube feeds, but I don't, you know, I think I've clicked on it once, but you know, I'm just not interested. And, um, it just kept on coming. It like, there was just so many signs around it, probably at least 17. And when Jenny said, she's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to, I want to take this course. And I'm like, oh really? And I don't know. I think at the time it was a few thousand dollars or whatever. And, um, I'm like, oh, good for you. Good for you. You know, um, uh, I was content at, uh, what I was doing in my life, but when spirit disrupted me typing that email and I went on Facebook live, um, I was intrigued because now you've got me five years later, hundreds of sessions later doing past life regressions. And I, I understand now the importance of it. I, I really, I really understand it because, you know, if I say to you, you're a multidimensional being and you are way more than the image in the mirror, you might intellectually understand my words. And you might say, yeah, okay, but you don't remember your other lives. Or you might have an experience of deja vu, or you might get a feeling like, oh, wow, I really think I've known this person before. It must've been in a past life. And you kind of like, you know, just brush it off. You kind of like discount it. You're like, yeah, okay, whatever. I used to live in England in another life, or I'm interested in this because maybe I was, an Indian, a Native American Indian, another life. And, and you just, you just kind of discount it. You know, you just don't really think anything of that because you're really focused on this life, which is great. Absolutely. But when you have a session and you feel, and you understand other aspects of yourself, that's your oh shit moment. You can't deny it. You just can't deny it. And what that is, it's, um, it's sort of like when you fall in love for the first time, like, you know, love from your family, your mother, your father, your mentor, a teacher, your dog, your cat, you know, you do experience love, but when you fall in love with another partner, uh, a romantic love, 
you know, you can watch all the books, you can read all the books around it, you can watch all the movies on romantic love, but until you experience, then you're like, oh, okay, this is what they're talking about. Because experience something is different from knowing something. And that is the design of source. Prime creator, all that is, God Almighty <clears throat> wanted to experience and created all that is and all of these fractals of extended source, us, to experience more and more. And this is the expansion. So when we came here, incarnated here as a human, Literally, we knew we weren't going to remember our multi aspect of ourselves. We, some of us remember that we really knew there was God. Some of us knew that spirit was very real. Some of us could see spirit at a very young age. But as we go through this paradigm, there's a lot of humans that do not believe that. And so you start to doubt your beliefs because other people are saying, oh yeah, no, fairies aren't real. That's fantasy. Or yeah, God is real, but God is X, Y, and Z. Or, um, you know, there's just, there's just a lot of conditionings and a lot of different perspectives. And so to understand your own beliefs and your own perspectives is a journey. I remember, you know, really understanding that beliefs are not true was a doozy for me to know that beliefs are just that and they're very malleable and they can change and there's a frequency to a belief and there's higher perspectives and there's higher consciousness was uh, a, an incredible journey of self-discovery. And my spirit guides um, got me there through quantum physics. I'm a very sciencey psychic. I love studying quantum physics, which is energy. Everything is energy and everything has consciousness, including plastic has a different level of consciousness, but it has consciousness. And um, because everything is source energy. But knowing something and feeling something is totally different. And a lot of the light workers or mentors and teachers, you will always have to cross fear. And one of the things that we always want to know is the known. It is very, very uncomfortable to be in the unknown. We don't like it. We do not like it. In fact, we get mad. We get mad, we're scared, we feel discombobulated, we feel like we're somersaulting in it, and um, it's a doozy. I really think it's actually a motherfucker. <clears throat> So all of humanity will 
move more into the unknown. Working with your divine aspect of yourself and working with the divine and spirit and source is the unknown. And you're actually in the unknown all the time because you know 30 seconds from now, your life could change drastically. That's what we fear, you know? We're like, oh my God, no, you know? But we've seen that, right? Somebody dies unexpectedly, you win the lottery unexpectedly, right? It's all, it feels very random. But your inner being, which is you, has full control of your existence. And our ego mind believes that it has control. I say it's the supervisor that believes it's a CEO. That's what I joke with my ego mind. But the ego mind was designed, we came here incarnated with an ego to keep us safe. And our ego tends to want to keep us small and safe. And there are many, many reasons, and we've had many, many, many lives and energetic patterns and fears and hidden fears and deep unknown fears. And so, um, you know, one of the things that I really want to talk about is there it's not a laid plan. Spirit never gives you five steps ahead. <clears throat> and boy, I would love it. So my fear wouldn't be so great. And, you know, I had gotten, so, the, so I had watched that um, Facebook live thing and I had gotten the message that they wanted me to become a hypnotherapist and learn how to do past life regressions. And the only reason why I was really interested in it, because at that time of my perspective, I, I really, I kind of just felt like, oh, okay, so, so, so what if you were X, Y, and Z in a past life? Like, how does, how does that impact your life now? Cause like, I was really, really concerned about your, this life, this moment. Right. And, uh, so anyways, I did, I went to Vancouver. I, I learned and, you know, now I'm five years into it. Um, and when you do a past life regression, you then speak to the inner being and the spirit guides. And in those sessions, I always ask, um, why did you show us this life? How does it impact the client in this, in this life? What are the steps would you like your, this entity, my client to, to do? What are, what are her or his next steps? And they only give maybe one, maybe two, but like gentle ones, gentle ones, like get out in nature. We want her to get out in nature. One of my uh, clients, I couldn't believe it. I was just laughing. Cause I'm like, really, that's, that's your homework from spirit. Seriously. That's your homework from spirit is to learn calligraphy. Like what the hell? That's not my homework. You know, I was like, uh, kind of like jealous. Um, but yeah, they just wanted her to do calligraphy was 
because she was so analytical and so logical and so black and white that calligraphy was an easy step for her to start being creative. Creativity is also very important. Being playful is very important. There, it, it is a multi-prong approach to your awakening. Your awakening is really going into your multi-dimensional aspect of your soul field. We tend to focus the, we tend to put most of our focus in our outer world, but really your inner world is creating your outer world. It's always an inside job. And, you know, we say that, but we don't always implement it or integrate it or feel it because that outside world is loud and it really pulls us. And, you know, to, to work with spirit, to change your thought patterns and examine your beliefs is a process for us all. You, I have not like, you know, I run into people who've had near death experience and near death experience is definitely a jump start because they really understand that, oh my gosh, I saw my mom, I saw my dead brother, I saw an angel, um, you know, they come back when they're awake uh, in this physical plane that they they know spirit is real. Like they know, like they have no doubt, but just because they have that knowing and that understanding does not mean it stops there. You really, you know, having a daily practice and um, I find working with a mentor or a teacher uh, is important because of this physical reality. It's very dense. There's a lot of conditioning here. And to undo that is, um, you know, a process, a process, because we've been told um, many different perspectives around the divine and spirit. And we all have our unique beliefs around it. And so the reason why spirit only gives you the one step is because if you don't push past fear and do it at this plane of existence, well, then you're just not ready for the next step. And if you knew too many steps ahead, you'd get freaked out you would get freaked out because it's too much change for your ego and your inner child to cope with. It would be too much. And it also, when you do the one step and you push past fear, you are also building trust, faith, and patience. You are deepening your trust. You are acting on your inspiration and you are seeing that when you acted on your inspiration and you pushed past fears, your fears were not valid. They were not true.
And so that is to give you confidence in pushing past more fear. I do believe there are incremental fear. Um, I did end up leaving my corporate job. I loved my corporate world. I was in corporate America since age 14. I was so good at it. Oh my God. I was so good at it. I loved it. Um, and so when spirit tapped me on the shoulder and said, you know, we really want you to do the spiritual work full time. I was really resistant, so resistant that I could not walk. I had plantar's fasciitis, I think that's how you say it. And um, I had it for a year, went to the chiropractor, I iced it, I stretched it, I got shoe inserts, you name it. I did everything to heal it and it would not go away. And I really missed hiking with my little white dog. And it wasn't until um, I quit my corporate job and I took a step forward that it went away. And now I can walk three to five miles a day easily where before I could barely walk 50 feet. There is always resistance, my friends. Um, resistance to what is, resistance to your inspiration, resistance to your inner being, resistance to who you are. It's because it's scary. It's really scary and you don't know how it's gonna work out. And if the logic mind cannot see how it's going to work out, that's really hard to take that step. You've got, um, you've got a lot of fears around it. You might have like fears, like what, what will people think? What, you know, will you, will you be disowned? Will you, will it be a success? Will you be a failure? You know, all sorts of things. And um, it's okay. I just want to let you know, it's okay. And you just take a small step. You know, that might be researching. That might be having a conversation. That might be journaling. Um, you know, whatever energetic step you can take, in that moment, it's okay. It might be calling someone, but you have to do it in order to get the next step from spirit. Because if you can't do this step, how are you going to do the next step? How are you going to do the following step? Right? And you really, you know, pushing past fear is really like building a muscle. It's, um, you know, I uh, recently started lifting weights and uh, about a year ago. And I'm like, I didn't know how to use the machines. I didn't know where to start. Um, so I just started. I just started. I figured out the machines. I had a friend show me. I started off with low weights and then I increased my weights gradually over time. 
And I showed up going to the gym pretty consistently because I knew consistency is key. And consistency is key. It's because if you are not consistent with something, what happens is your vibration and your momentum dips and it, it, and it makes it harder to do it again. So when you're consistent with anything, whether it's learning how to read, learning math, learning how to cook, showing up for your family, showing up for yourself, whatever it is, being consistent allows your growth and your expansion to be smoother and easier. And when you stop, go, stop, go, quit, get back on the horse, stop, it's okay. It's okay. But it takes more energy to restart whatever you want than if you are consistent over time, a little bit at a time. So sort of like your house. Let's say your house gets really, really messy. Well, it takes hours to clean it, right? Because you got to organize, you got to find things, you got to put it away, you know, whatever. But if you were consistent and you picked up after yourself a little bit over time, then you're not putting as much effort at once than, than letting it get really big and, and then um, clean it. Now, there is no right or wrong. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But, uh, you know, you decide, you choose. You know, I think this is why people, like, they'll go to a retreat, they'll work on their spirituality, they'll go on a retreat, they'll feel really good. And then they come back home and they don't do their practice or, or, or whatnot. And, you know, they kind of dip back into their routine. And so whatever you're doing, whatever you're practicing, or, you know, if you can just be consistent a little bit at a time, it doesn't have to be an hour or five hours a day or, you know, but even throughout the day, it makes those small increments do add up over time. Those small steps that you take one step at a time does add up to a big change in your life. And sometimes you're aware of it and sometimes you are not. And it's all okay. So that's what I wanted to um, talk to you guys about, about that being in the unknown is necessary to deepen your trust and faith and patience 
in your own inner power, in your own divineness, in your own ability. It is your steps to your own empowerment. And even if you wanted to believe in yourself, do you? Because then you would take the step, wouldn't you? Because you would have the trust. You would have the belief that this was for your highest good and it's okay. But the design of the system is of expansion. There will always be fear to cross. <clears throat> There's always fear to cross. Because when you cross that fear, that's where you expand. When I learned that there was always going to be fear to cross, I was like, no, no, you're kidding me. Like what? Jesus, shut the front door. My God. Right. So I'm like, why does there always have to be fear to cross? Damn it. And, um, there are two, two ways, two mechanisms to cross fear. You reduce your fear or you ramp up your desire. I, you know, sometimes I really can ramp up my desire and say, fuck it. I'm, I'm going for it. Like no matter what the consequences are, no matter what happens, like I am, I, I'm doing it because I desire this so much. I'm going to go for it. And I can kind of push past that fear very quite quickly. Most of the time, I have to tell you, I have to reduce my fear. Most of my life is really reducing that fear. Um, I like it when my desire is bigger than my fear. That's really nice. <laughs> Hopefully I'll get more of that. Um, but most of the time it's always crossing fear. And I think it's because um, in the awakening journey, you just have so many hidden beliefs. You just have so many beliefs. And then, you know, just when you think you've, you've touched on a lot of beliefs of hidden fears, you find out that there's more hidden beliefs in other lives you've had. And I'm like, what? Jesus, like what? Now I have to go into like other lives and clear this shit. Oh my God. But you do. Um, I've seen it pretty consistent. Um, there are phases and stages and like when you're ready to go into your soul field and examine some rooted deep beliefs, it's when you're ready. You're ready when you're ready. It's just the way it is, man. You know, you may want to learn how to swim and go to that swimming pool because you get invited to a pool party, but you don't know how to swim. Right. And so you learn how to swim. You're ready when you're ready. It's just, it's just the way it is. Um, that, you know, there is a readiness factor and I think the readiness factor is pushing past fear, you know, asking for help, um, getting in the water, 
asking to learn how to swim, whatever that is. Um, or, you know, sometimes uh, you get taught something um, and you're not even aware, which is kind of cool. You're like, oh, that's why I had that experience to learn that, huh? <laughs> so there's always clues. There's always clues. But yeah, so that's what I wanted to share. I don't know if anyone wants to come in um, and ask any questions around spirit, your divine connection, past lives, steps, steps that you want to take, your inspiration, if you want to discuss anything, you can certainly hop on if anyone wants to join. Okay. Well, great. Well, thank you for spending a little time with me. No, you are not alone. You really are a multidimensional being. You have an inner being who has an inner being and so forth, all the way up to source. You are way more than the image in the mirror. You are a very, very powerful entity to be born here in such separation, duality, judgment, fear, and control. It takes a very strong soul to be here. We feel emotions very intensely. There is a lot of pain and suffering that we feel, which is really for our highest growth and development as a species and as a soul. But, you know, when you're in the trauma, it doesn't matter that it was for you. Because when you're in it, you're in it. Even if you know that it was for your highest good, it still sucks ass. It is still painful. Um, but it really, it really is for you. And it was created for you. And actually you created it because you are your inner being. But, <clears throat> you know, just because I know that, and um, I've seen it time and time again, especially during the past life sessions, like I remember um, I think it's my second session on Attracting Wisdom podcast. I think it's Casey's second session and his entity, Ashlam. So it was pretty cool. So Casey was a coworker of mine. And, you know, when I was learning um, past life regressions and becoming a hypnotherapist, you, you have to do the, you have to do the work, right? And, um, so I said, Hey, Casey, you know, do you mind if I put you under? And he's like, sure, Isabel, you know, cause we had like a really good relationship. So I put Casey under, um, like one day after work, cause we had like this wellness room and Casey goes right under, which was a pure delight for me. And Ashlam was his inner being. And the first life we went into Casey, he was um, this little boy looking up at World War II planes. And um, he's like, oh, I wish I could fly. 
And in that life, as we go through that life, um, he ended up being a Pan Am pilot. <coughs> and it was kind of surreal because Pan Am is current to, like I knew, like I heard of Pan Am, you know what I mean? It wasn't like a, such a different life that um, I couldn't relate. And, and we sometimes will, will go to your last day of your life um, to reflect like what was the purpose of that life. So there he was. Um, and so he had a son. Um, he did learn how to fly. He was a World War II pilot. He was married, living in like Rhode Island. I mean, it was just so surreal. And um, one day he went to a mountain to like think. And he decided to become a Pan Am air pilot later in life. I think he was doing, I don't know, like something different, like steel or like something really different from being a pilot. I can't remember. But um, so he later in life became a Pan Am pilot and he traveled the world and he was so happy. And then he had a son, Andy, and he was in the hospital and he was dying and he was holding Andy's hand. And in the session, you know, like I'm facilitating the session and I'm like crying. I'm like crying because he's passing. And here's Casey literally laying before me, like Casey's alive, you know, but that life of his, you know, he transitioned. So um, that purpose of that life was to follow inspiration and dreams. And um, the I can't see, we went into three lives, but anyways, the servant girl life, this is, this is where I really started to understand the design of the system. So Casey was a girl now in this other life and she was a servant girl to the empress of China and had to taste all the empress's food. And the servant girl was like, you know, we were really poor and she felt very blessed to be able to taste all the, all these exotic foods for the empress of China. And we talked about the empress of China and the empress of China actually ended up, I think having a secret affair. I don't know. It was so cool. You'll have to listen to it. I'll have to listen back to it too. And, um, one day she has to go outside the palace walls and forage for food with this small group of people. And there's something in the bush and it's a tiger and the tiger ends up attacking the servant girl and mauls her and she becomes crippled and she could no longer serve the empress. And, um, she ended up dying on the, on the streets. So I'm like, Oh my God, like what? <coughs> Again, Casey's laying right before me, but I was just like, Oh my gosh. So 
Ashlam is now his inner being. And when I, so after you go into your lives, we always connect with your spirit guide and, and um, inner being. And I said, you know, Ashlam talks about the servant girl life. And Ashlam said, wasn't it brilliant with the tiger? I put the tiger there. And I'm thinking like, what? You put the tiger there so that she could get mauled? Like, I was like, what? And Ashlam's like, yeah, the tiger represents power, that she was powerful. And Ashlam wanted Casey or the servant girl to stop serving, to believe in herself that she was way more than somebody that needed to serve, that she needed to get outside her comfort zone. She needed to get outside the palace walls. And the servant girl was not able to push past fear. And so she died. I know. And when you think about this, you're like, oh my God, right? So Ashlam said, you know, Casey, his green carpet in his bedroom, Ashlam's like, I put it there. And Casey at work always would wear the football Jets team jacket and it was green. And Ashlam always, always is taking care of Casey. And Ashlam was thrilled that Casey was aware of him, of Ashlam. And Ashlam showed him, because I, you know, I'll say, and what is one of the signs that you gave Casey that it was you? And Ashlam says, I had him look at this ghost leaf like it was very translucent and he's like that was from me or your spirit guides will also often give you butterflies or birds or repeating numbers they're always 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 giving you messages constantly giving you messages constantly communicating with you it's just that we haven't been taught that and we're not aware, so we don't look for the signs, we don't look for the communications, we feel like it's really random. Sort of like Dolores Cannon, keep on coming up for me. Um, I just didn't think the message was for me, but it, you know, it turns out it was. So when you experience your physical reality, there, it is coming, you are creating it because you are your inner being. It's just you are not aware at your level of consciousness. And so when you go within and you connect with your inner being, then you can feel more safe and secure in your knowings and, um, and move through fear, right? In, um, in Atlantis, they uh, were very aware of their inner beings. We would develop 
the psychic ability and the intuition in our children. And um, we really did fall uh, a couple of levels of consciousness. Um, humanity did, but we are awakening once again to higher consciousness and greater understanding and more awareness of who we truly are. So, um, you know, for me, um, doing hypnosis has been a, a great modality, um, bringing forth the teachings, um, courses, tarot cards for kids, you know, whatever spirit um, guides me to do is always, always, always to strengthen your connection to your inner being so that you can go within, so that you can become empowered, so that you can communicate with spirit, so that you can channel, so that you can feel more of who you are. And it's, it's amazing to witness. It's, it's amazing that I get to facilitate that. But um, it's really ultimately, you know, I always say I'm the Julie McCoy <laughs> of your journey. Oh, somebody's coming in. Let's see who it is. So, yeah, it's, it's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm very blessed that I get to do this. Um, but you know, hi, how are you? Hi, how are you, Isabel? Good. What's going on? How's your day so far? It's getting better as I listen to wisdom and clean. <laughs> I, I, I'm cleaning for a living right now and I'm very unhappy in the atmosphere I'm in because I'm cursing them all out under my breath, but hey, <laughs> it's a job right, right now. Uh, you got me with Dolores Cannon. I was drawn to her. Um, oh, I, I probably, probably listened to as many videos as I could of hers over the last two years. Oh, and good. I was fascinated with the uh, hypnosis thing. And I'm curious whether I wanted to do hypnosis on me or when do you know if you're ready or what's the deal? Should I? <laughs> Because so, I was drawn to it. I was totally drawn to all these teachings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, so it, it's Marianne, right? Right. Okay. Marianne, um, it's a no-brainer. Just do it. Yeah. It's a no-brainer. Because I'm curious about it, and I, I was drawn to it. <laughs> yeah. 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 And absolutely, Marianne, I'm on attractingwisdom.com and you can certainly, I, you know, I do these sessions remote and I also do them in person. Um, I've been doing it for five years. Um, it is your opening up your door to your inner being and your spirit guides. Experiencing your multi-dimensional aspect of yourself is your aha moment because you can no longer deny your soul you just can't deny it i just i've never wow. yeah you just can't deny it um i tend to do um multiple sessions because i only care about you connecting with your spirit guide 
Oh, that's cool. That is cool. That's all I care yeah, about. All, all the cards that I've been drawing recently are, you know, pretty much telling me the same thing. You know, one, the one was the uh, the oak door, open the oak door. And, you yeah, know, everything's and so pretty much, yeah, reach in. They want you to know who you are. They want to show you your lives to understand who you are in this life. Do you understand? Cool. Yeah, you know, I do. I knew because I've been asking. I've been, I, I, I've actually, yesterday was given permission. Spirit guides, guide me. You've got my yeah. permission. <laughs> I said it out yeah. loud. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because it's like um, I was working, um, putting up um, um, a little 21 module course to open up the psychic abilities within the human. And um, I've had 24 people take it and sure, I mean, that course was channeled by, you know, Yeshua and Isis and Athena and, you know, and it's, it's a daily practice to strengthen that connection. Um, and then they said, no, 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 we want you to go on wisdom right now. And I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> So it must have been for you, Marianne. It must have been must for have you. Because I've been tossing it around like, I, you know, when do I know if I'm ready to do that? And I'm curious and I'm saying, yes, I want to know. I yeah. Know so your your sessions recorded. Um, I, I, you know, I, again, hundreds later, five years later, it's always a beautiful experience. I find it, you know what? And, and now I'm just talking as human Isabel. I find it really fun. Like I understand it intellectually, but I find it really funny how humans are so scared of it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I get yeah. it. I get it. Like, I, I, like, I get it. But like now I'm five years later, I'm like, oh my God, you're just afraid of more love. Huh? Shocking. Uh, I'm fascinated by it. I, I think I've jumped over the fear thing because, you know, I, I, I'm just very curious about it all. And yeah, it's it is so, <laughs> Marianne, it is so worth it. It is so worth it. It's so worth it. It's a no brainer. Yeah. I'll stop yeah. saying, hey, why am I here? What is my purpose this time? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. A little yeah. clarity, please. That's what I keep asking for. A little clarity. What's what's this about? <laughs> Where am I yeah. supposed to be? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know, they 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 um you know spirit so spirit wants you to connect. So like when you experience your past lives, there's also like um there's always healing involved. Like, you know, sometimes I I do Reiki in your session. I facilitate um, healing. Um, other times I'm clearing heart walls. Um, other times I'm, you know, um, removing um, grief and sadness within the soul field. Uh, I never know what I get in a session. Um, I feel like I'm the midwife, so I'm not the one giving birth, but I'm at the birth. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, the mauling of the tiger kind of freaks me out. I'm like, okay, but I'm, 
I'll come yep. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that it's was kind of wild. Oh my God. When I first, yeah. When I first uncovered that, I was just like, yeah. So if spirit, so this is what I would tell you when humans ignore the inspiration and their calling, depending on your pre-birth intentions and path trajectory that you created before you got here, right? they will move you. If that means you lose your job, you get moved to a new house, you get hit by a bus, they don't care. They do not care. Yeah, I kind of got that with the uh, the end of a 30-year marriage and how it ended. I yep. wasn't paying attention and I was ignoring all the signs. So I yep. totally. <laughs> yep. Yep. I call it spirit fuckery, personally. Yeah. <laughs> how dare you? But I got the message. <laughs> yep. Yep. And um, I realize if you resist the the message from your inner being good luck to you human good luck <laughs> good luck no no no, no. good luck um I, I, i'm gonna pay attention i pay attention to the signs i know when the birds are talking to me and I, you know hey yeah, I, yeah. i'm paying attention to all the signs mm -hmm. yeah and they're everywhere they're everywhere. oh yeah oh yeah i, no. I, I crack up laughing where i see them sometimes but really <laughs> I know. It's amazing. I was like, oh, hello. I know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, literally sometimes. Um, okay. So I did um, another client. Her name was Kate. So she was, she was nervous about doing a past life regression and blah, blah, blah. And then everyone told her, go see Isabel because I'm a very gentle swim instructor. I never push. I always want it to be an enjoyable experience for all my clients, you know? Um, so Kate comes to see me and she did great, but, um, she went into her lives. Um, she was in world war II as, um, she worked at, um, secret messaging encoding me uh, messages. So like sometimes these lives are really cool. And, um, but anyway, so we're talking to her team, her inner being or spirit team. And I said, Hey, can you tell, tell, um, give us, uh, what was one of the signs that you gave Kate? And they said, well, we had um, an owl land on top of her head and it freaked her out, but she was asking for a sign. So we thought it was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Kate, you know, Kate comes out of her side and she's like, oh my God. I was so freaked out when that owl landed on my head. It came out of nowhere. What is an owl being there during the day? But see, there's symbolism in that. Wisdom, right. like, like. The spirit animals, of, right. Right? There's like, it, nothing is random. We think things are random here. They are not. I don't. I don't. I don't. I've been doing you know, the past a lot lately, too. Yeah. Like, the fact that you're cleaning is letting me know they want you to clear your shit out. <laughs> They're having you literally clean for your means right now to clean your internal shit out. Makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. 
because yeah, I've been working they, on that. I've been yeah. working on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because really you could have done anything. You know, they don't care what you do for a living. They don't. Right. They, they don't. Everything is really about your soul expansion. The fact that you got me, um, you know, um, you, you could have, you know, you might be a healer. You might be in the mystery schools. You might have had a life in Atlantis. Yeah, I'm curious. I am too now. I'm curious. I'm totally curious. So I'm definitely going to go look up and uh, book a session with you. <laughs> yeah. Now. Yeah. I am very curious. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I keep putting it out there. I want to know more. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we do it. Um, I'm in North Carolina, so I don't think you can do it in person. Right. Um, but um, yeah, it'll be via Zoom. Um, you'll have to be laying down. Mm -hmm. um, you just listen to my voice and close your eyes. You feel like you've been at the spa when you wake up. Okay. Um, and your body feels a little heavy because I put you in a theta brainwave state and you get very relaxed. Mm -hmm. You will talk throughout that session. You will be aware in that session, but you'll just be in a very relaxed state, that state right before you dream. And um, I always know who I'm talking to, whether I'm talking to your ego or your inner child or you or spirit, because I'm a psychic. Mm -hmm. um, I'm always guided for your session too. And it's, it's always an enjoyable life transforming experience. It's kind of cool. And I can't believe yeah, I get to do this for a living. <laughs> I love it. I, I love the whole idea of it. And I really, I was so drawn to Dolores Cannon and all yeah. her stories. And I was like, wow, this is yeah. wild. You know, cause I knew there was so much more to know. <laughs> yeah. I love Dolores Cannon. Um, I did get trained. I also got trained. Um, I've worked with other hypnotherapists um, courses and stuff like that. Cause I like to really, I love learning. Um, but after like, I'm, I'm really only interested in opening your connection with spirit. I've just, I really don't care if you want to lose weight, have stress and anxiety. I really don't give a shit. No, I only care. I'm about, actually very happy. And I think I'm ready to try this. <laughs> I'm yeah. very I, yeah. I, uh, I might not be where I want to be in my job situation and home situation, but I have hit happy. And I'm yeah. Like, yeah. And that all changes anyways. Cause like once you open up the door to spirit, like that's all you need. Everything else falls away. That's all no, you need. Sounds good. To me. It, and yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, you're doggy. I'm watching your picture and I've had a Bichon named dude. I miss terribly. And he looks just like Yeah. She's a beautiful Bichon. little white Bichon. <laughs> that little Bijou. Yeah. 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 She's often in, um, she holds space in my sessions. Like, like I'll like put, I'm like, I'll say Bijou, it's time to go to work. And she'll That's like awesome. hunk her down. Yeah. Sometimes she'll lay on the client. Um, on the zoom calls, she's always next to me. And I sw swear to God, she holds space for the humans. That's 
awesome. Okay, I'm timing out. I do have to finish my job. It was great talking to you, Isabel. And I yes. will be in touch. All I right, Marianne. All right. Thank you. Ciao. Bye. Bye. Well, thank you, Marianne. Um, I'm really looking forward to your session. I'm always curious because um, believe it or not, even though they're for the client, they're always for me. Um, I usually find uh, my soul family through my sessions. Sometimes in my sessions, they'll be like, oh my God, Isabel, you were there. You know, my favorite one was um, Emily had a session and she had like some really strong lives um, as a scholar and, and a scientist. And uh, they, they weren't really happy lives, but this one life, she was a dragon and uh, she was free and she was happy. And she's like, oh, I'm on the beach and there's this other dragon next to me putting its wing around me and we're just watching the fire. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's great, you know? And then when I spoke to her team, her spirit guide, they're like, and you were that dragon. And I'm like, oh my God, holy shit. This is why Emily came to me. Like we had a life together as dragons, like what? Shut the front door. And um, I do remember, um, and it was funny when she was in that scene it was very vivid for me. Like I felt it and saw it in my third eye. And um, cause sometimes I get to see what the client sees. And you know, again, typical ego human, I didn't think it was for me. And um, sure enough, uh, it, it explained why that vision in that session was so vivid for me was because I was remembering that life with her. Um, I do remember some of my dragon lives. Uh, I was a very wise dragon. Wisdom is follows me everywhere. And um, it's cool. So you, you know, keep an open mind. You are again, way more than the image in the mirror. You uh, have been many, many, many things other than a human, but whatever life you are shown, you are shown for this life um, to help you awaken in this life. So that's what I wanted to share. I don't know if anyone else wants to come on before I wrap this up. Again, thank you so much for spending time with me. Please take a step, push past your fear. Know that spirit will not show you many steps because you have to integrate at this level. And you can find me on Attracting Wisdom. Um, you can book a session. Um, you could do a past life session. You could do a one hour session where if you're afraid of hypnosis, um, I hypnotize you and we do healing hypnosis and you don't speak through it. And, um, you know, that's it. And there's, I have courses and all sorts of stuff, free stuff, 
videos, whatever. All right, guys, have a great rest of your day and talk to you all soon.